0: the third episode of Real People Real Stories and today I'm going to my name is Precious by the way for those are joining us on the show. I'm the host of this program and for the third episode of Real People Real Stories I'm going to be telling my own story. I mean a part of it. So <laughs> I'm not sure you guys can hear it but I am breathing really fast right now I'm so nervous I don't I I really don't know how this is going to go but yeah let's just get into it so as you guys already know I'm going to be talking about my journey with food my relationship with food and uh, yeah My mom always told me that when I was a baby, everyone knew that I was going to get big. Everyone knew that I was going to get fat. I was this cute little pink baby with chubby um, cheeks and really big uh, fleshy legs and laps, and uh, I had this really fat butt. And uh, strangers and uh, people would. They like to smack it and it was you it, I, I was just really cute back then and really nice uh, so growing up it I was slim surprisingly I was normal I was a normal weight but I was a little bit short and it that was, that, that was the beginning of my uh, low self-esteem. When I was in junior secondary school, people called me small yam, and I wasn't really fat, but I had these really thick legs that looks like a yam, and then I was short on top of that, so people called me small yam, I mean, everyone calls me that and we had three girls that were named precious back then I was one of them. They would call one big precious because she was tall and then another one middle precious and then I had to be small precious and it was just really degrading how people would describe me as that short girl that you know, small yam, or the teachers called me small yam and stuff. Uh, I went through a series of sexual abuse from when I was eight, and uh, I, 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 I would prefer not to mention um, the people because from the people I know and from strangers so yeah let's just skip it at that and then it took an even even bigger toll on my self-confidence and self-esteem and then I became this lonely recluse that I just wanted to be on my own and I just didn't want to associate with anybody else, and then I developed this bad attitude or behavior of just pushing everybody away. I had really good friends around me back then, but I fought with them always. Everyone knew me. I would fight with the boys especially. But, uh, yeah, so... Even my mom, I would get home and she would ask me questions like, how oh, was cool, what did you do today? And stuff, and, and, and then I would just keep saying fine, nothing. Uh, you know, like just one word responses. And then I would go to my room and would not come out until the next day. And then life just continued like that. I was so lonely. I... Didn't just want to talk to anybody, I hated everybody, and even my mom would usually call me a moibah, like, I'm shipless and stuff. So, like, I didn't really think she meant anything by that because, like, it was usually really harmless, but then it took a toll on my self-esteem and yeah I wasn't really fat I was actually really small back then I was in junior secondary school and I entered senior school I became a perfect but then it still continue. they would call me that small perfect and then usually the um, girls and the boys would not respect me whenever I said something they would just disregard it. so uh, I was actually thankful that I was the library perfect because then I do not I didn't have to go out that much. I was in the library the entire time and yeah. I started to associate with people more and you know make friends but like friendships for me were not really I didn't really take them genuinely like they were just something to spice up my boring life and I did not really love them as much as I should have so Yeah, I'm I'm making this story really long, so I'm just going to get on the right track. I'm talking about my relationship with food right now. So, I uh, finished secondary school. That attention that I started to get really, really lonely and I wanted attention and... um, my mom started doing this school thing and started working and my dad was working and after years of just pushing both of them away i could not really turn to them for that and it just felt like because i was really going through that phase at that time where i was discovering who i was and it was totally different from what my dad and my mom wanted for me so we fought a lot and I just really could not turn to them at that time for the attention and the love that I wanted because it felt like I was the black sheep of the family and you know like I was totally different from everybody everybody like uh, going through a certain way has the same taste as the same way of Um, You know, just behaving and dressing and talking and eating and stuff, and then I'm just totally different. You get so I turned to boys. I I started dating a lot. I could date for two two weeks and then break up and then just move to the next boy. It was it was really crazy because like I didn't really like any of them like that like that. I just, once you just showered me with love and attention, I'm just, you know, back down. Okay, let's date and stuff. So yeah, (laughs) it continued like that until I finished secondary school, and then my mom sat me down, was like, you know what, you want to be a lawyer? Okay, let's uh, go for a diploma in law, and then we signed the forms it was really i was i was really nervous cuz i didn't think i could do it but we signed the forms i got into university and uh, that was how my problems started i was going through this phase where okay let me just say I did really bad things at that point in my life that cannot be reversed but looking back I realized that my reasons for doing them or why I did them were not justifiable and I had no excuses and I was really wrong and it was really bad and it will forever leave that stain in my reputation or my name wherever i go and it is that baggage that i have to carry for the rest of my life and uh yeah so i did really bad things made really bad decisions my self-esteem issues got really worse because i was in university everyone looked hot and sexy and tall and really beautiful, and then I was this short, chubby girl that was, you know, trying to read and get into law. Me, short girl, getting into law, it was really hard for me. And uh, got worse. One night, I. We do this thing, this overnight reading thing and uh, I went for overnight, I initially went for overnight reading but then I changed my mind around 11.30, I was 11.30pm I was going back to my hostel but then they already locked us out and I had no choice than to like stay out. I could not walk back down to the library where I was because it was like really far so i was confused i didn't know what to do and uh so i just decided okay there's a bench here i should probably sleep here and then this guy walks up to me and i i, I don't want to say the full story because it will be really long it will make this recording really long um long story short he took me to his place Tried to rape me. I was screaming and shouting. He slapped me, beat me up. Uh, I was begging. <laughs> oh my goodness. I begged. I begged. I was like please for the love of God I'm begging you what God do you serve what is your religion I'm begging you with everything I have I'm, I was crying and screaming and then he told me that he do I know the meaning of cultist and then I said yeah and then he told me that it was a cultist and that he had not ejaculated in a really long time and that I was sexy and that he wanted to have sex with me so I screamed and shouted and I was begging him I went on my knees and then it was like okay if he doesn't want me if I don't want him to rape me that I should just give him a blowjob then I refused. I didn't. I didn't know what a blowjob was. I was. I, I. I. did not understand what I was supposed to do. I had never even seen a penis before, and uh, he. I refused. I was trying to run away, and and then he took a stick on the floor and then started beating my legs with it and I just had to, I was so tired it beat my stomach I was so tired of screaming and shouting and then when you get to this point where you did you are not you did not faint where you cannot get up either and then you are just on the floor right there and you are just tired and then he started you put his penis in my mouth and started to you know, I I don't want to say the words, and I, when it was done, he started to remove my clothes, and then I told him that I wanted to ease myself, and then I dragged, I dragged myself with all of the stuff on my face, I was so disgusted. And oh, oh my god, I thought I was over this. I can't believe I'm still crying while I'm telling this story. <sighs> Anyways, I, I I felt so dirty and disgusted. I have never told anybody this. Not even my mom, not even my dad, not even my sister. And I felt so disgusted and I tried to go ease myself. I did and I was looking for the way out so I could escape but then I realized that my phone I left my phone back there I I I thought about just leaving it I just leave it but then I thought about what my mom would say and Things were like getting really bad. My dad lost his job and uh, there was no everything was still kind of alright but like it was not that good and to like get money to get a new phone back then was would be kind of really hard. So I, I, I really I don't know, you would say the decision was stupid but then I went back and I took the phone and then I saw that it was fast asleep. He grabbed my leg, his eyes were closed and tried to stop me from leaving but I just kicked his face and ran. I didn't know what I was doing. I just, by the time I came to, I just saw myself in front of the hostel and I just sat on the floor in front of the hostel and then i was crying uncontrollably it was i was bleeding from my legs and my stomach where he had used the stick to beat me and it, all of the stuff was still on my face it had dried up and i was just so Disgusted, and I felt so dirty. Uh, I was crying uncontrollably, and I had to wait until the daybreak. Day broke, to you know, go in. When I did, my roommate that I was staying with, she was a meanie. She was mean to me, and. she told me she started questioning me where did i go to did i sleep in a man's house am i turning into a hallowed am i turning into a slut she she was going to tell my mom and stuff so i i didn't even answer her and i just sat on the floor and i was just staring into space throughout that day i didn't do anything i just sat at that spot and i didn't anyways uh, Let's move past that. After that experience and after that encounter, I became worse. I started to self harm. I started to cut myself with blades because, like, it felt like feeling that pain and f- looking at that blood flowing. Gave me relief for some time I could not drink because it went against my personal convictions I could not smoke I could not you know hang out with friends because I didn't have any and uh, it was bad in front of people I would put on my smiley face I am an expert in masking my true emotions and uh, it was this was how my relationship with food became worse because all of this emotional baggage you try to like eat your pain away and then that food turns into weight and it wasn't even really food it was just like binge eating junks and even when I had my apartment in 200 level my mom came to visit me one day and it was just full of Bottles of Pepsi and 7 Up and like all the stuff that I'd taken and she was shouting at me that look at what you've become, you're now just fat and shapeless. Can't you stop this? And stuff like that, and my self-esteem after that. You know all of these emotional baggage and i turn to food and really i don't even eat because like i sometimes forget to actually eat like i eat a lot of junk and then it turns into food and all of that food turns into weight and i just started to lose control of my weight and it just spun out of control and I became really like what I am today I am 90 kg not proud of that I lie about my weight to people when they ask me what's your weight and I lie about it because like it is not something I am proud of and then I look at myself in the mirror and I see I see why people call me fat I see why every time I go home my mom talks about my weight constantly like when she sees me the first thing she talks about is my weight she turns around and looks have you lost weight a little bit oh I think she lost weight a little bit oh I think and then like it is just how she raves about and I can see why she's concerned. but she's concerned about me I recently had high blood pressure and I think they said fat turns into heart diseases and stuff like that but what she doesn't know is that I just sometimes when she talks about my weight and talks about how I look so shapeless and I look so bad I just I just don't know what to say I don't just feel like she will stop calling me fat and other people will stop calling me fat and I watch a lot of reality shows like um Revenge body with Chloe and then I see these people smashing their goals and I just cry like I want to do that I want to feel good about myself. I want to You know Regain my confidence. I want to look good. I want to not Constantly worry about my blood pressure and I want to Be able to run without having problems with my breathing right and yeah right now I don't know what to do my relationship with food has gotten worse I can take four to six sodas in a day and I really just don't know how to stop it it has spun out of control and right now <laughs> i cannot take pictures or make videos without even using filters because like my face is really fat and i just have all of this weight in my cheeks and my nose and under my chin and my neck and uh, i really avoid seeing people that i know in the past because like. Of yesterday, they will comment on my weight, and it is really not something I want people to see. So, yeah, uh, oh my goodness, it's so been 24 minutes. Uh, yeah, I think that's enough. So, that's my relationship with food. I really want to start my fitness journey, but I'm not at a place I don't think that i'm at a place where i have let go of all of my emotional baggage yet because like i'm holding on to that emotional baggage and you know that's what turned into <clears throat> binge eating and turning to weight, so it's like I'm holding on to all that weight. And no matter what I do, no matter the workout, because I used to work out a lot, I used to do a lot of diets. And no matter all the diets and all the workouts I do, I'm not just losing weight, like the numbers are not just going down. So I think I'm at a place where I need to just let go of all that baggage so that when I'm making changes to my body, I can let go of all that weight as well. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Lifeaholic Podcast. Remember to subscribe and follow so you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from you. So if there's something you held on to, and let me know. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, share a screenshot of your stories and tag after Laugh a so I can see it. It might even help your friends. Every time you ask yourself, Who am I? Remember, you are a living being full of life. See you next week. Bye bye.